even though she is unlikable, there are so many aspects of her that are just very like... Yeah, I think sometimes with books, people don't like the main characters because they're unlikable, but sometimes it's just a reflection of ourselves that we don't 100%. like. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> 100%, yeah. Hey there, readers. Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Book Was Better. Each week, I deep dive into all things literature with some special guests, fun games, and all the book talk to you on your For You page. If you're into reading, this is going to be your new favorite podcast. And if you're not, I guarantee you'll be converted. So nestle into a cozy corner, grab your cup of tea, and let's get started. We've got a really exciting one for you today. I am so excited and honored to welcome Nicole, aka Nicole Reads 98 from Book Talk. Nicole is a UK based book talker with over 40,000 followers on TikTok. She is known for her literary and weird fiction recs, and she also has a book club with Fable called Weird and Wild. Hi, Nicole. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, of course. Thank you for being here. Very I'm so excited. excited to be here. I'm excited too. I was just saying to someone right before this started that you just have the coolest book recs ever. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely do uh, read very strange and bizarre books. You do, but like in the best way. I absolutely love them. They're so <laughs> like niche in the best way. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to get into a book that really started it all for you, that either inspired you to start your book talk or just, you know. So the book um, that kind of inspired me, kind of important to me is called There's No Such Thing as an Easy Job. Wow. Um, it wasn't a five-star book, but it was important to me for reasons I'll get on to, but it's about a woman in her 30s, virgin 40, and she wants to give up her kind of girl boss career huh. uh, for just a bit more of a simple life. So she decides to get just kind of temporary jobs that she considers to be kind of like mindless. Okay. Um, and the book is set up into like four or five different parts where she spends like a few months at different temporary jobs. And it sounds really dull, but each of the jobs becomes very absurd oh. and very strange things happen. Wow. Okay. I love that. That uh, sounds very good. Yeah. I think, I think if I read it now, cause I read it about two years ago, I think I read it now. I think I would have loved it even more than I did at the time oh. because that's kind of why I love the book so much because it's the first translated book I read okay. and the first kind of weird fiction book that I read. Oh. So it kind of shaped my taste to what it is now because oh. before then I was just very much like a Sally Rooney, oh. Holly Bourne, Lit Fic, and that kind of changed my taste completely after reading Oh, that. I love that. I think I loved it so much as well because I related to the main character so much. She's like half of her heart wanted to have this big girl boss career where she's mm. really successful and worked way up to the top and made loads of money. And then her other half of her heart really just wanted a simple life where mm. she didn't, she'd go to work, do her job, not have to think about it, come home, the bills are paid. And I am very much that person. Yeah. Because part of me does want that big career, but part of me also just wants a very quiet and simple life. Totally. And I've, I feel like no one really talks about that. Everyone's like, you know, you should have this amazing big career. No one talks about just wanting a quiet and peaceful life. Mm. So I really related to her. And I think that's why another reason I loved it so much. Because she was kind of one of the first characters that I was like, wow, I've never seen someone else feel that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like people don't touch on, it's becoming more common now, but I love books about like the messiness of womanhood and yeah. I feel like it's so, like it wasn't touched on at all. And now books that just really like touch on that, but also like show how normal it is and how like okay it is and how relatable it is and how it's, it's almost like it's a universal experience. Like we all literally feel that way, you know? Yeah. 
no one which talks I love. about it, even though most of us do feel that way. Yes, which I have you read my year of re- rest and relaxation? Of course, <laughs> so good. And that book is one that I feel like is so glossed over because I think people like lose what the book at its core is about Yeah. because obviously it is like kind of a no plot, just vibes in a sense, but it also is similarly, obviously she's like a very privileged like girl. So it's a little bit different, but it, it really is at its core, like just about a girl who like doesn't really relate to anyone in her life and feels like she doesn't belong, feels like she doesn't know what she wants to do. And again, I feel like that is just such a universal experience, something that we all feel and her like reaction to just be like, I just want to sleep and, and ignore yeah. my responsibilities. <laughs> I, <and> my- <laughs> I went to see a Tessa Moshevik do a talk a few months ago and she was talking about how, because Eileen was published obviously before and the character in Eileen isn't meant to be that unlikable. She's meant to be, you know, she's not as rich. She's meant to be a bit more relatable. Hmm. Um, and then she, a Tessa Moshevik said, she kind of wrote my year of relaxation almost as an experiment to see mm-hmm. how a more privileged white upper class person in the same sort of situation would go down with her audience see what kind of different reactions it would have nice that's very cool I love that yeah that's so interesting because Eileen she has like not unlikable isn't even the word she has like like some aspects of her are like I wouldn't even say unlikable I feel like she's just so like almost too real like she's her character yeah. <laughs> is not romanticized at all. She's very blunt. She says exactly what she's thinking and feeling. And like I feel like a lot of times in books, that's not at all what we get from especially main female female characters. Like a lot of time they're like this perfect poised person. And I feel like Otessa Moshveg does like not that in such a perfect way. Yeah, definitely. There's um I don't I wanna read it. I don't know if you have. There's a, a nonfiction book come out recently called Unlikable Female Characters. Mm. All about the different unlikable female characters <gasps> in books and movies. Oh my god. I gosh. thought that'd be so interesting. That is really interesting. I love that. Again, because it is one of those things where you even with yellow face, right? So like June is definitely like unlikable in a lot of the things. Yeah. She makes some very questionable decisions. But I felt myself in a lot of ways, I'm not going to say anything that like spoils the book for you, but I felt myself kind of empathizing with her a little bit because there is such a like pull to just, or like a pressure, especially on people in the industry to be the next big thing and like have this longevity in your career and, you know, especially like in the writing industry. And even though she is unlikable, there are so many aspects of her that are just very like... She's kind of saying what a lot of people are feeling, but just not yeah. saying, you know, which I love. So, yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes with books, people don't like the main characters because they're unlikable, but sometimes it's just a reflection of ourselves that we don't 100%. like. Here. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. I love that you said that in the beginning about how a book doesn't have to be like a five-star read to really, in, mm, like definitely. for you to really love it and for it to really speak to you. Because I have so many books that aren't necessarily fully five-star reads, aren't necessarily books that I would recommend to everyone, but that means so much to me. So I love that you said that because that's so true. Who, what, like, what kind of people would you recommend the book to? I think definitely fans of Sayaka Murata, who wrote Earthlings, A Convenient Store Woman. It definitely (gasps) gives off the vibes of Convenient Store Woman. Really? Okay, because I loved Convenient Store Woman. And I'd also just kind of recommend it to anyone who's going through a bit of, like, a midlife crisis about their career and their Mm. jobs, because this book makes you feel seen and heard. Oh, I love that. That's great. (laughs) That's awesome. 
So there's no existing film adaptation of this book. But if it were to be one, could you envision it being a movie or like a series? I think it'd have to be a series because the book is chopped up into Uh different jobs. So I don't think it would work as a movie. Uh But I think I would want a film production company to make it because um, I don't know if you've watched any A24 movies. I feel like they have that perfect, weird, bizarre atmosphere to the movies that would really fit this book. I love that. That's great. Yeah, they have that kind of like campy Mm -hmm. vibe. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Do you have people in mind that you feel like could be a cool cast for it? I don't know about the rest of the characters because a lot of the characters are just kind of side characters and the Uh unnamed narrator is obviously the focus. But I was thinking Sandra Oh, who plays Eve in Killing Eve. Okay, nice. I feel like she'd be, she has a very, I feel like she's very, very good at acting with kind of like a, a blase attitude to things which I love think would it. fit the narrator of this book perfectly love and also that. she's just a brilliant actress yeah I love that I um just spoke about this but you were the person who I first saw a post about this about how there's gonna be an Eileen film adaptation <gasps> yes I am so excited so excited I can't wait yeah I feel like that's gonna be so much fun I was just saying to someone else how I feel like it's gonna be so interesting to see it play out on screen because it's so like obviously the ending makes so much sense for a movie but the rest of the book is so about how like Eileen makes you feel like she's just very weird and like unlikable in a lot of ways unrelatable in a lot of ways and so I feel like it's really hard to kind of portray that in a movie versus reading it yeah I said the fact that Anne Hathaway's in it does kind of give me high hopes 100% because <laughs> you know she would not say yes to being something yeah, if it wasn't exactly good. but I think it's meant to be coming out um around December but I don't nice. know if that's just in the US or nice Nice. Okay, I'm excited. That's really awesome. What is like another script to screen film adaptation that you really like? I feel like this is the obvious choice, but normal people. Oh, I was going to say that. But I think that is literally yeah. the best screen adaptation for it's a book. It's so good. Literally ever. It's so, 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 so good. I've rewatched it more times than I can count. It's perfect. <laughs> the characters are so perfect. That's an, uh, that's actually a really good example because like what I was just saying about Eileen, how it's mm. so important to get like her character so right because that's the majority yeah. of like the book is how she makes you feel. And I feel like they do that so well with normal people because that's, Sally Rooney's writing is so character driven. And that's what I love about it because yeah. they didn't try to dramatize it or no. make it something bigger than it was. It was just characters living their lives. They didn't try to make it anything more extra totally. or dramatic. They just let it be. And 100%. I think that's why it was literally perfect. Yeah. Have you, okay, have you read Conversations with Friends? Yeah. Have you watched the the show? I have, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I haven't seen that. I read the book this month and I did like the book, but I liked normal people better. Yeah, definitely. The ending of that book kind of bothered me. <laughs> I, I did like the book, but um, I mean, I wouldn't personally recommend watching the show. I feel like the casting for the characters was really off. Yeah. That's, it it yes. felt like a world away from the book. That's unfortunate. Another one that it's just very character driven. So you have to get them really, mm. really right. Yeah. Which I was really surprised about because I assumed if it was the same people producing it as normal people, it would have been just as good. But Weird. I got let down. Yeah. That is very odd. Yeah. I did really like that book, but I just like the end, the last word I was like, or the last sentence where she goes with him. I was like, oh, please. Oh, no. <laughs> Why? Why are you doing this? Thank you.
I would love to know, what has been your top read of the year so far? That is an easy one. I Who Have Never Known Men by Jacqueline Hartman. Okay, I also have not read that. And I don't <gasps> know why, because I've seen you talk about it so many times. <laughs> I talk times. about it every day. <laughs> I love it. It sounds so good. I don't know why I haven't read it. You need to. I think I literally read it on the 1st of January. So I keep thinking I read it last year, but I finished it on the 1st of January this year. Oh my God. Okay. Um, you definitely need to read it. It's literally life-changing oh my god okay wait can you can you like give a brief synopsis again because i forget what it's about yeah so there are 40 women stuck in an underground bunker one of them is like a younger girl the rest are like middle-aged women they don't know how they got there they don't know how to escape there's these men called guards that give them their food each day but won't let them out one day somehow they manage to escape and when they get into the outside world everywhere is completely deserted Mm. and they have to adapt to this world where there is quite literally no one or nothing there. But the young girl who was in the bunker, because she was so young, she has quite literally never met men. Whoa. So it's about how she lives in this kind of matriarchal world and being independent and not relying on men for anything. It's beautiful. Oh it my will gosh. break her heart though. Okay, that sounds incredible. Um, it is, it is. So good. How do you find, I'm so curious to know, how do you find these recommendations? I do find quite a lot through BookTok. Okay. Um, but I also find some just through browsing the bookshelves at the bookstore. Nice. So if I've, if I've just spent two hours walking around the bookstore, browsing the shelves, I'll just pick up loads of random books and read the back of them and see if I'm interested. But I definitely do get quite a few from BookTok as well. I love that because you, again, you just have such a specific taste. It's so interesting because I... I don't know if you felt this way, but since joining BookTok, my taste has changed so drastically. Definitely. Um, yeah. Like I, when I first started my page a year ago, I was fully in like my thriller girl era mm. and was just like reading like, you know, typical like Alice Feeney and da 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 da, which I love her. Um, but I was just so in that. And then I'm like for instance like um open throw I'm like so in that mm-hmm. vibe of like my Mona Awad era my Otessa yeah. Moshfag era like I've ch- it's changed so much and I feel like it's just going to continue to develop and I always wonder how people like you like yourself mm-hmm. like find such cool interesting book racks but I love that so you just like go and you just find cool things on the shelves and you read them and you browse yeah definitely and I think you kind of find your niche area of book talk as well where uh-huh. you come across these people who read books you never heard of so you follow them and then mm. constantly getting wrecks from them but i say when I first joined book talk like a year and a half ago uh-huh. um I hadn't read for quite a few years because I stopped I read a lot as a child uh-huh. then went to uni and kind of stopped reading yeah so when I joined book talk I didn't know what books I was into so I was reading things like Colleen Hoover oh yeah. Matt Haig and you wouldn't catch me reading those in a million <laughs> years now no. But I didn't know what to read at the time. Okay. So I feel like my, my taste changes every week now. Yeah, I love that. I very much am so in my like, I love just a weird, <laughs> just like a weird vibe. Like, like I loved Open Throat, but I also love like, have you read All's Well by Mona Awad? I haven't, but I do want to. Oh, so good. Like that's like it such a so weird, good. weird, weird fever dream book. And I know that people probably read it and are like, this is the worst book I've ever read because <laughs> yeah. it's so weird. But like, I loved it. I love that so much. If someone says they read a book and they didn't like it because it was, it made no sense, I know I'm going to like that book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Sounds perfect to me. Um, okay, what is your least favorite book that you've read so far this year? Um, I can't remember the author's name, but it's called She is a Haunting. Okay, it's kind of a popular YA horror novel. Okay. Um, about a young girl who 
I think she's living in America, but she goes to Vietnam to stay with her dad. Um, she has Vietnamese family. He's doing up a new, doing up like an old house. So she's staying there for the summer um, so we can help her get into college, pay for college. And there are some spooky things happening mm. in this old house. But, and it ticks every box. I paid this online company to recommend me a book based on my answers to their questions. It's like a little Oh, experiment. that's cool. And this is a book they recommended to me because I love horror. I love reading books from different countries. Uh-huh. But it was quite literally the most boring book I've ever read in my entire life. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. It's the only, it's like one of the only books I've given one star this entire year. Oh, my God. I'm so curious to know. So you read a lot of horror. Do you, yeah. like, get scared? <laughs> yeah, definitely some of them. I think... If you like, if you're reading kind of with a lamp on and it's nighttime, it, you instantly get more scared. Yeah. Do you As live it, alone? You have to read them at nighttime. Uh, no, I live with my partner. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I just moved to the middle of nowhere. Um, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen the scary movie The Strangers? Oh, oh no, that actually terrifies me to my Same. core. Same. <laughs> so that's like my like favorite scary movie because it's so scary. Like it's to me that's mm. like. Because obviously, like, paranormal stuff is really scary to me. But, like, things that are, like, very much so could happen, mm-hmm. like, any day really freak me out the most. That's my – that has movie has scarred me. And when I was a kid, I remember – or, like, a kid, like, 12 or something watching that movie. I specifically remember – I watched it with my parents. And I remember being, like, I'm never going to live anywhere like that. Like, I'm never going <laughs> to live in a place where the police aren't, like, right down the street. And I don't have neighbors. <laughs> and here I am <laughs> – I don't, I literally, so, um, my boyfriend and I just moved to this small town in Oregon that is like 40 minutes from Portland. So it's not like super far from the city, but it's so far into the woods that like Mm. our neighbors are like a mile or so down the road. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we have like only just like trees surrounding us. You can't hear the road. You can't hear anything when you stand outside. Like there's zero sound, no cars, no anything. Um, we're like 20 minutes probably to the grocery store. Definitely far. Um, I'm like so scared reading books that I would before, <laughs> like horror. And, I was like, saying, you really. should not be watching horror movies or reading horror no. books now that you live there. I, it's so scary. And I like do this to myself. I just freak myself out because I just think, because he travels a lot for his job. And when he's gone, I'm always like, oh my God, this is it. The Have you seen the movie happen. Push? Oh my God, yes. That also Also that. Also that. <laughs> yes. Also that. Also a great movie. But yeah, exactly. So anyways, I remember I, we had just moved in and he was traveling and I read the book Hidden Pictures, which I don't know if you've read that book before. I haven't, but I've only heard bad things about it. It's not, it's definitely not like, it's not the greatest <laughs> book ever, but the, there's drawings in it that are, uh, there's the, that the are kind of creepy. Yeah. And it's about like, just like a child that like gets like, you know, slightly like possessed kind of almost if you will mm. um and that just like alone just scared me being home alone like looking through the picture <laughs> I was like why am I doing this to myself <laughs> oh my gosh okay what book has been on your TBR the longest I was thinking about this and I don't I have so many books that have been on my TBR for ages but I think Lolita, maybe. Oh, okay. I have not read Lolita either. I've had a copy for quite a while and I can't believe I still haven't read it yeah. because I feel like everyone has. Yes. But I'm just really intimidated by it. Uh-huh. I get that completely. 
I feel that I feel that way about a lot of books. Okay, and then what book are you looking forward to the most this year? Your most anticipated? Um, I think it's coming out next month, but it's called The Coiled Serpent by Camilla Gradova, who nice. is the author of Children of Paradise. Okay, nice. Novel. Nice. Okay. I um, wasn't even able to tell you what it's about, but I loved Children of Paradise so much that I'm yeah. just really excited for her to release another book. I haven't read that one either. Oh, it's very... The word I would use to describe it is sticky. Okay. <laughs> have you read Paradise Wrath by Jenny Haval? No, but I ha- that's been on my TBR for a while. They're very similar. It's just very gross, very fever dream-like, very bizarre, okay. very sticky and weird. I love that. I, that's the only way I could describe it. <laughs> I love that. That's great. I love that. Have you read Our Wives Under the Sea? Yes. Okay. I, I was going to say, I feel like that's a book you would really like. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I absolutely love it. I met Julia Arnfield a few months ago and she was so sweet. Oh my God. That's iconic. I love her. <laughs> She's so good. I need more books from her immediately. I know. I'm hoping she'll release something soon. I hope so. Because I also... Our Wives Under the Sea came out a little while ago now, didn't it? Yeah, it's been a while. And I and I loved Salt Slow as well. Yeah, it was beautiful. So good. Yeah, she's... Her, like, body horror is just so good. Amazing. Like, very, very, very good. I think mine is probably Rouge by Mona Awad. Yes, that does look very good. So... I keep seeing those people get their, like, the beautiful arcs of it. And I'm very jealous. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, yeah, she's just like, I really think she's up there with like definitely one of my favorite authors. So I'm really excited to see more from her and to see what it's, what it's Mm. all about. Cause I think it's more horror. Yeah. It seems very different from other books, doesn't it? Yeah. Her horror is so campy and fun. Mm. I love it. It's so different and unique to, to other authors. So yeah, I'm really excited for that one. But I also, I'm really excited too for Alice Feeney has a new book coming out in a week. And have do you like Alice Feeney? I've only read one of the books. I've read Rock, Paper, Scissors and okay. I didn't love it. That's, that's her probably like worst one, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I should try one of the others because I feel like that one gets the worst reviews. It does. So it probably yeah. wasn't the best one for me to start with. That's no... <laughs> No. But I never, ha- I never have the best luck with thrillers. I think I expect okay. too much from them. I get that. I expect them to have a plot twist that will change my life and then it doesn't and I'm, I feel disappointed. I get it. I totally get it. It's so hard now because I've read so many that it's really hard yeah. for me to feel shocked by them. But when I read Sometimes I Lie by her, that was the first one I ever read and it's still my favorite by her. Very Okay, very maybe good. I'll read that one then. That's a good one. Yeah, I haven't read it in a while, I will say. So I don't know if it still holds up. Like it could have been something that because I had I hadn't read that many thrillers at the time, maybe it was really shocking to me, but when I read it, I remember just being obsessed with it. Um, but yeah, she has a new book coming out I think next week. So I'm excited to see what it's all about. So I thought it would be really fun to do last now next with you just so that obviously people that are listening that follow you can get a little inside scoop but people that don't know you can get a little bit more of a vibe of what books you like to read so I'd love to know what is the last book you read the last book I read is called The Details by Aya Jemberg which I believe was translated from Swedish wow um it's literary fiction it kind of reminded me of Normal People by Sally Rooney Mm. where Nothing is happening, pretty much. It's just about the relationships and friendships in that person's life. But it was very heartwarming and touching and love. very much recommend it. It was only published like two weeks ago, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. I love that. Mm. I need to read it because <laughs> I love to normal people. Yeah, I think you'll definitely like it. I love that. Um, my last book was one that I've talked about a few times now, but it was Open Throat by Henry Hoke. I really want to read that oh. one. I thought that is gorgeous. 
It is so good, and I loved it so much more than I felt like I would, because it's definitely yeah. out there. Am I correct in thinking parts of it is kind of poetry? Is it, like, formatted differently? I would say, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, for sure. Um, There aren't, I believe, there aren't chapters, so it's definitely very like the structure of it is very different and unique and yeah it's just such an interesting briefly for anyone who's listening who hasn't read it it's just about a mountain lion who lives underneath the hollywood sign in los angeles and they observe society and it's just such an interesting take on society observing you know people venting about their first world problems or their traumas or you know just like the problems that with society from such an interesting outside perspective it's so so good it's such a short read but i feel like it changes your perspective so much okay. on everyone i've seen who's read it has only had good things to say about it so i definitely so need to buy that one you do you really do it's so good okay and then what are you currently reading i'm currently reading a book called owlish by Dorothy to see. I might be pronouncing that wrong. Okay. I can Google how to pronounce it. <laughs> it's translated from Chinese and it's about a man who is a professor and he collects dolls. Mm-hmm. And one day he's on a trip and in the window of an antique store, he sees a life-size ballerina doll and oh decides to take her home. And then from here on out, he has kind of a love affair with the doll. Oh my God. <laughs> very, very weird. I love that though. That sounds very cool. Well, I'm actually, I, I don't know how I feel about it at the moment, to be honest. Oh, really? I, yeah, because it sounds very bizarre, which is obviously usually my thing, but I think it might be too abstract. Okay. For me to get on board with it <laughs> yeah yeah like too too weird too out there yeah yeah I'm currently reading a book that I did not that is very much so not in my wheelhouse of reading but my book club voted for it for this month so which I think is a very fun aspect of having a book club is hmm. being introduced to things that you wouldn't normally read or pick yeah, up um so my book club chose fourth wing Uh. yes which I am not a romance girly I'm not a fantasy girly I just like don't gravitate towards though I'm not not I'm not not those things but I just don't normally typically gravitate towards them I don't think I've read it how are you finding it I honestly I like it I do like it I'm still waiting to see whether it's worth the hype I have like 150 Mm. pages left of it so I feel like the ending will kind of solidify. Be the yes, yeah. yes. I think that I have not read a fantasy book since I read Twilight. <laughs> I, think I don't I, think I think Twilight was probably the last fantasy yeah, book I read. Too. Yeah, I don't. I'm not like a dragon. Like I don't know. I just don't, it's not like fully my thing. But I think it's fun to read something yeah. that's like it's kind of a guilty pleasure almost. It's not something that I normally read. So it feels kind of fun and like different. Yeah. You don't have to take it too seriously. Exactly. Exactly. So it's kind of, um, for anyone who has not read it, that's listening. It's kind of like, almost like Hunger Games-esque and divergent, like that kind of, you know, vibe, um, where everyone in, there's a war going on and within this, I guess, like, town of people or community of people, they essentially are broken up into different sectors. And they train to 
either be like a scribe or a healer or a rider, for instance. And in this book, it's specifically really about the riders. And they go through all of these different like trials and to become a rider and to be able to fight in the war. And so it's kind of Hunger Games-esque where, you know, you're like fighting these, fighting against each other to see who kind of can make it to the top and to be like become the best rider. But obviously there's like dragons and there's like a love affair kind of situation and it's also thrilling and fun and yeah I don't know I think it's a pretty good time so far but I'm interested to see if it will fully live up to the hype because I feel like it is like the most talked about book ever oh definitely I kind of like it's not my thing at all but I kind of want to read it out of pure curiosity yeah how much everyone loves it yes it honestly is it's it's one that like I don't regret reading it it's not one that I'm like oh like this isn't you know good it's fun it's a fun time okay what book are you going to read next? I am hoping to read next Cursed Bread by Sophie oh, McIntosh. Yes. Have you heard of that one? I have. It's on my TBR. I need to read it. Well, I, I so long didn't know the book was in the UK because the US cover is so different to the UK cover that I didn't correlate that they were the same book. Oh my God. What does the UK um, cover look like? The UK cover is like a girl lying in water with oh. flowers, whereas the US cover is like a table and yeah. it's like brown shades with food and drinks. So yeah. I just didn't realize they were the same book. But I have three books from Sophie McIntosh and I've not read a single one of them. But I know her fiction's meant to be very weird and unsettling and kind of futuristic. Uh-huh. So I'm uh-huh. really excited for that one. Nice. Okay, yeah, that's been on my TBR for a while as well. Um, I've seen a bunch of people talk about it and people love it. Yeah, everyone. I've not seen anyone give it like less no. than five stars. <laughs> no. My next read is one that I'm pretty sure you really liked. I also hope that I read this next because I'm quite a mood reader. So it's really <laughs> hard for me to plan. I say, I say I'll read that next, but yeah. will I? Probably not. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Um, mine is Kindred by Octavia E. Butler. <gasps> I do love that book. Yes, I don't know why I haven't picked it up yet. I feel like it's one that has also been on my TBR for so long and my bookshelf for so long. And I know that I'll really like it. I guess I just don't know what kind of, like, v- mood it is. Like, is it, mm. you know, like, am I in the proper mood to read it? I don't know. Because is it super, like, heavy? It is a little bit heavy. It definitely uh-huh. has some, like, dark themes to it. But again, that's... Kindred wouldn't necessarily be my kind of thing because I guess it would kind of be on the side of fantasy, I guess. Okay. And historical as well. But it was, even though it's like 300, 400 pages, I literally could not put it down. Oh, wow. Okay. I've Same thing. I've heard nothing but good things. So I really need to read that one next. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what you think of that. Yeah. There's a TV adaptation as well. I've not seen yet. There's an adaptation? Mm, I didn't even know that. Disney, I think. Really? Oh. <gasps> Did it just come out recently? I think like six months ago, not too long ago. Okay. But I don't think it was advertised very well because I'm not seeing anyone talking about it and I discovered it on Disney. I was like, did not know that existed. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't feel like I've heard anyone talk about that. Okay, well, that's exciting. All right, with that, that's our episode, guys. Thank you so much, Nicole, for taking the time to come on my show. You can find Nicole at at NicoleReads98 on TikTok. You can follow me at underscore the book was better on TikTok and at the book was better IG on Instagram. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review the book was better wherever you get your podcasts. And I will see you next week. Thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs>